Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. It's time for some of the news that didn't make the news this morning. How being in a bad mood could be good for your productivity. If you're next to someone on a plane who smells terrible, what exactly do you do? And we're going to explain what vomit fraud is. It is Monday, the 23rd of July of 2018. We're Jeff and Jen, and here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. All right. If you are next to someone on a plane who smells terrible, Mm -hmm. what would you do? Plug your nose. I was on a plane one time. We were just sitting there, you know, during the boarding process, and a woman in the row in front of us called over the flight attendant and said, I have in a, a very, very keen sense of smell, and I can no longer sit in this seat. <laughs> and they moved her. Oh, they did? Yeah. Was she talking about you? She was talking <laughs> about uh, some people that were uh, opposite the aisle. Oh, really? Us. Yeah. I said next What'd they smell like? All sorts of interesting things. Really? Yeah. Like bad stuff? No, just you know, you know how like sometimes you eat a certain food and then the next day you kind of you smell like curry, like yeah, or yeah. garlic or something. It was kind of like that. It didn't smell bad. It was Were they strong. foreign? It was strong. I don't remember. Hmm. I sat next to a guy one time from Hawaii to Dallas, and he took his shoes off, oh and boy. his feet reeked. The entire flight, I turned like to the window and just kind of. It was like that scene from Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Yes, I just plugged my nose. It was awful. Hmm. Yeah, it uh, it surprises me how polite people are because 38% of us, according to this survey, would just sit there and endure it. 32% would quietly ask the flight attendants for a new seat. And 25% would ask for a new seat but make up an allergy as an excuse. What would you do? If it was really bad... I think I would slip the flight attendant a note and say, could you please move me anywhere? The person next to me reeks. I'll sit anywhere. <laughs> if it was really bad. Yeah. Unfortunately, they don't have smell canceling headphones. Yeah, for sure. No, I know. How How do you safeguard yourself from that in the event of? Is there something you can buy at the I don't know. airport gift shop? I guess you could plug it with, you know, something. You'd have to plug your nose with something. You know how sometimes you'll see people wearing like a surgical mask if they're oh yeah, you know afraid of catching something or maybe they have something they don't want to transmit. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's something you need to keep 
on hand, just in case. Good point. Uh, 25% would ask for a new seat, but makeup and allergy is an excuse. Only 5% would be more confrontational about it. All right. If you're feeling miserable, you might as well get a bunch of work or chores done because it's not like they'd be getting in the way of a good time. You know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) They did a study in Canada, and they've discovered something that may not be that surprising. Being in a bad mood is actually good for your productivity. And that is true for me. I say I believe it, too. When I am in a bad mood, I tend to work harder and work longer. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, it's a distraction. I It gives me something to take, immerse myself in. Take your mind off of it, whatever's yeah. bothering you. Right. Like when I get in a bad mood and are stressed out and I'm at my house, I immediately just start cleaning. And it's just like I'm scrubbing the window as hard as I can. <laughs> Yeah, they found that when people were unhappy, it helped them focus, manage their time, and prioritize. There is one catch, though. If you're the kind of person who's able to turn around a bad mood quickly and feel happy again, then no, you will not be more productive. That's only a benefit for people who stew in their bad moods for a long period (laughs) of time. Right. (laughs) All right. If you're looking for a job, part of the application process might actually involve you coming up with some creative ideas that you would do as part of the company. So this is something to watch out for. Apparently, more and more companies are now asking people to do free work like that during the hiring process Mm -hmm. and then stealing their ideas and not giving them the job. That's horrible. Yeah. And... You know, it's all part of the, hey, we want to make sure that you're worthy. And even though your resume looks good and you talk of a good game. Always feel confident on your second date with help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You know, come up with some innovative ideas that we might be able to use. And you look at that and say, wow, this is an opportunity for me to really showcase, showcase and prove my stuff here. But in many cases, evidently, they're just scamming your free idea with no intention of hiring you. Now, when the economy is bad and the job market's tough and unemployment is high and good jobs are hard to come by. That's awful. There's not a whole lot you can do about it. But in today's economy where... There's obviously a lot of, you know, talented people out there and uh, a lot of companies that are trying to fill these jobs. Then, you know, that's you got a little more choice when it comes to that. And I think you can kind of tell, you know, when they seem a little more aloof. I have a friend of mine who was in she's an actress and uh, she was in a famous TV show from years and years and years ago. And she's looking to get an agent and she got an agent interview and the agent brought her into her office, and she found out by the end of the interview that the agent had no intention of taking her on. They just wanted to meet this person, you know, because they were starstruck by her. And it was a complete and total waste of her time. Yeah. 
Have you had, have you guys ever had someone like take your idea and run with it? Oh yeah. It really annoys me. <laughs> Is that happening to you? Uh, on sales calls. Yeah. Like where you go pitch an idea to a client. Right. And then go take it to another radio station. Oh yeah. Oh, that's happened before. Yeah. Sure. You're like, that was our idea. Yeah. Or even when you're like, you, you're, you have an idea and then you 10 weeks later, you're like, I told you guys about that, but nobody was really like listening. And then someone that was listening takes the credit for it. Right. And you're like, ah, I told you. <laughs> you guys know I do a little bit of voice work on the right. side. And so there will be production companies that will send you a quote unquote audition. Like they want you to audition for it. And so they'll send you the script. And then you hear it used somewhere. And I've had I've had buddies of mine tell me, you know, that work in the industry Listen, make sure you don't read the whole script because there are some unscrupulous people that will take your voice and they will use the whole thing. So only read a portion of it. So you, they never, so you would never know that they did that. So you, you really wouldn't have any way of knowing in many cases. And uh, so every now and then, if somebody sends me an opportunity to audition for some voice work, the ones that say you must read the entire copy in order to be considered, I toss them because that's a clear sign that they're yeah. looking to steal. Got to save it in wow. a really crappy MP3 right? format. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so what else do we have here this morning? We should probably take a break here. The newest, um, it, this is not necessarily unique to Uber. Uh, this could happen with any of those uh, ride companies, I suppose, but it's a scam that you need to be aware of. And uh, we're going to tell you what it is and one possible way of dealing with it. Hey, Robin, how are you? I'm well. How are you? Not bad. So for if you're sitting next to someone smelly on a plane, yeah. some Vicks Vapor Rub or a pleasant smelling essential oil, just dab a little bit underneath your nose. Oh, that's a great idea. Vicks Vapor, Rob. That is a great idea. You know, idea. you're the first person on planet Earth that's ever convinced me to buy that stuff. Oh, my God. I love it. <laughs> well, again, you can go with some essential oils or something else that is... We're not doing any oils Vicks, here. You've actually, <laughs> you've actually <laughs> given me a reason. Vicks tends to be like, it's going to knock you. That's the only thing you're going to smell. Right. That's awesome. Thank you for that. Sure it sounds like you've dealt with that in the past. Uh, I, I deal with some smelly things on occasion. Is that right? Mind if I ask yeah. what you do that would... Uh... I'm a firefighter, paramedic. Oh, gotcha. Oh, yeah. Okay. Some people you really deal with stink. that all the time. Absolutely. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you again, Robin. We appreciate that. My pleasure. Have a nice morning. You too. Take it easy. All right. Anybody who uses those ride-sharing services like Uber or Lyft need to hear this. Let's say you throw up in an Uber. Mm-hmm. You'll get hit with an extra charge of up to $150, right? Yep. Well, the Miami Herald did a story about the newest scam some drivers are pulling. They call it vomit fraud, where they claim you threw up, even if you didn't. And they might even include fake photos. And if it happens to you, you got to go through this long, arduous appeals process with Uber. And if you are lucky enough that they do finally take your side, I guess it takes a long time to get reimbursed. Get your money back? Yeah. And it's an easy scam to set up. So, you know, my thing is, and it is really only in Nine News Consumer Reporter John Matteris just walked in here. I'm recommending this as a future story because 
I almost think that in order to protect yourself, John, you would need to like videotape your exit. Yeah, it's unbelievable. <laughs> I've heard of this happening in other areas, other markets. Uh, no one has ever complained to me about it in Cincinnati. But you know what? If it happened to you, please send me an email at WCPO or on my John Mattery's Facebook page. I'd love to talk to you about this because, yeah, they'll send a... It's amazing. They'll send a picture to you and to Uber of vomit on the back of like the headrest in the seat. Yeah. And they're like, look at this vomit on the car window. This passenger may have been drunk. They vomited $150 cleanup fee. And you go, wait a minute. That wasn't me. And it's as if the guy's using the same picture of vomit over and over and over. Yeah. Now, I will say one scam that I have had people attempt with me, and this has happened with both ride sharing services. This has happened to me with Uber. It's happened to me with Lyft. It's happened to me here in Cincinnati. And it happened to me in Rome, where you take a ride and then you get out, you say goodbye. And then they keep the they basically keep the meter running. So they zigzag all over town and then they shut it off and you wind up with this huge charge. And when you look at the map of where they went, you're How like, that, but but I ride Uber and to me I get to my destination and it settles up the final charge. It nine says, do times, you wanna, do you want a tip? Nine do I know times, what the charge is? Yeah, nine times out of ten. But sometimes when you're in a hurry or you're in a busy city and you're not necessarily looking at your phone, you don't. It doesn't occur to you that they haven't shut it off yet. And ah. then when that finally does come up a half hour later, you realize wow. they've been driving all this. Yeah, because I'm such a I'm, I'm such a stickler. You know, I'm the nerdiest guy around. I'm like taking notes for like and the fair, yeah. and the fair. <laughs> right. So the two times it's happened to me here, I've been able to fix it immediately, and that's the key: is you have to get on it right away and notify the ride sharing services that you're disputing, and you got to provide proof and documentation of what the trip was and where you intended to go and show the route. How and then they'll usually you got out, though. Like, how do you document that you actually got out of the car? Well, that's the thing. I mean, I took this ride and this was the destination address and yeah, I was dropped so off at this that destination, destination address. address when you when you're signing up for that ride. All they got to do is look at the, the map. It has a record of where that driver went while it was on. But the thing is, is they're counting on you not to check. They're counting on you not to look. And I actually had to get into it with Uber in Rome because, you know, this guy had basically circled around the square for the next 15 minutes and it was harder for me to prove it. And they only gave me a partial refund for it. Was it like uh, Chevy Chase and National Lampoon's European vacation? He gets caught in the roundabout in Rome and drives around all day because he can't get out of it. Yeah, you would think so. So just this new vomit fraud thing is something you need to be aware of. And the only way that I can think of Protecting yourself is honestly, if you're rolling video as you're getting out of the car to show that the backseat is clean and that the car and the license plate in question is the one you are in so that you have some kind of proof yes, in the event yeah. that something like, and you know, look, let's be clear. The majority of the drivers for Uber and Lyft are upstanding. They're doing the right thing and they're oh, yeah. just trying to make a living. But there's always that one bad apple that I feel like the people that would do this would be a short lived Uber driver because after so many reviews of. After three don't reviews in, saying, yeah, don't go yeah. in this car because they're going to take you for 150 They're going to claim you vomited. Yeah. You would think. Oh, here comes the vomit car. <laughs> right. Uh, so what's going on, John? What do you have for well, us speaking today? Speaking of driving, what we're talking about over at Channel 9, I did this story late last week, and it's been uh, trending on our website for days now, is that women are claiming that the Ohio BMV is discriminating 
discriminating against married women. Really? I, I saw this on WCPO.com. You, 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 you heard this one, it, yeah. huh? Yeah. Where they're saying this is unfair to women. Here's what's happening. They have these new driver's licenses in Ohio. And to get a TSA compliant license, if you ever want to get a, on a plane, you need the compliant license. That would be you, Jeff, obviously. Uh, you need this new license. You have to bring a lot of ID. A birth certificate, social security card, and something that proves you are at your current address, such as a utility bill. Or a like, bank statement. Right. You're like, okay, I've got that. I've got that. Bring this, 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 this. If you're a woman, there's another document you have to bring. Anybody know what it is? Marriage license? Marriage license. Right. Yes. You have to prove that your name from your birth certificate changed legally to your name on your social security card. Lots of women don't have a marriage license. And this is the worst part. A lot of women who, who rummage through you know, their paperwork, they go back to their wedding day, the box, they open it up, they find a marriage license. It's some decorative one that you got from uh, the minister. So it's, it's not like an official. It's like gold leaf lettering, you know. Yeah, right. buy a marriage license. Isn't this sweet on this beautiful day? Maybe there's some gold flowers. That doesn't work. It has to be an official, notarized, certified copy with certified a raised seal, court marriage license. And women are saying this is crazy. You know, cause they go to the BMV with all these papers. Now you got to leave. Now you got to go drive to the courthouse. Well, if you were married up in Cleveland, suddenly that becomes difficult. You either have to drive there or, or call them and ask them to send you one. God forbid you were married in Texas yeah. or Florida. Yeah. It's like, how do you do that? Uh, it, it's crazy. Women are saying it's taking me weeks to get this paperwork so I can get a license. And as a guy, you don't change your name. It's not fair. Discrimination. <laughs> so Discrimination. I had, I had a legal name change to merge my radio name with my legal name to reduce confusion. And so I always keep on hand certified copies ah. of the name change in the event that something stupid like this comes up. That I oh, need to, wow. You do have certified yeah, copies. Yeah. Yeah, you so got you, you got the story bunch. on uh, WCPO.com and my Facebook page. And wow, if you're a woman, people have been posting all sorts of comments on it because a lot of married women are furious with this. I'll bet. They say this is unfair. That's bullcrap. That's, That's the John Mattery's bullcrap. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.